I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. Uh, this is Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. What right? a show it was, well, It was, it was yeah. award-winning. I'll give you a 10 out of 10. We, we didn't win an award. Yeah. Um, we were joined by two of the Harlem Grobe Trotters. <laughs> I called them that as well. <laughs> it makes them sound a little Harlem, bit more sordid, doesn't Harlem it? Harlem Grobe Trotters. <laughs> but that was great to see them, wasn't it? Uh, flip and shoot, as our producer called them. <laughs> <laughs> flip and speedy. Flip and in. speedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were great. Get a bit of an insight as well into yeah. actually how hard it is to to be a Harlem, but it's not all. No. It's not all fun. Well, it, most of it is fun. Okay, traveling then. around okay. the world and playing the game you love. Okay, I'll so, take yeah. it back. Yeah, it's all <laughs> it's fun. All fun. Um, lucky, lucky. What, what, whatever you want to say without swearing. We spoke to uh, Steve Chicken, who had some trouble in Nando's, not surprisingly, <laughs> and uh, that was a springboard for you, uh, the listener, to get involved, which mm. you did thankfully. So thanks for that. So you'll hear that. Um, and that's just about it, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Okay, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Uh, Good afternoon, Paul. Can I start by congratulating Enrique Iglesias and Anna Kornikovia? Anna Kornikovia, they've become parents for the third time. I had no idea. What, they were together? They were were together. So, I, you know, I, I, I just didn't know that... Pop stars and tennis players was such a, you know, a popular a, coming together. And yeah. then I did some Googling. And I, you know, Tina Turner and Mats Villander uh, yeah. once a night. And Pato Banton and Arantxa Sanchez Vicario. Are you making these up now? Stefan Edberg and Gloria Estefan. Did you yeah. know about that one? Do you know Mark Wood, Woodford and Todd Woodbridge went out with the cheeky girl at the same at time? At the same time, yeah. really? So look, who knew that was such a... That's brilliant. Isn't what they a, really what got a great on. bit maybe of tennis sim- knowledge. Maybe they have similar... You know, they, they, they live out of a suitcase. Sometimes they have to work quite late. All the things that could bring yeah, you that together. Would, yeah, mm. that's interesting. I mean, if, if, you've got any other, if you've heard of any other <laughs> tennis players that got together with pop stars, we'd we'd love to hear I, I really uh, would. from you. Yeah. yeah. So talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. So, uh, thanks for coming along last night. All the people who went and watched uh, oh, how Alan was it? and Ray in Ipswich, or the Ipswich Corn Exchange, and it was Alan and Ray. They are very good storytellers. Mm. Uh, you know, they, they, they do it brilliantly. I think they've they've done they've honed their after dinner set. I was telling Martin Keown there that he featured quite heavily in, in a couple of Ray's very very good stories, and they're good stories well told by both of them. So I think they've got some more planned. So um, yeah, yeah, it, it's good stuff. Easy gig for you, really. It was fun. Yeah. Really, oh, it, that's I, great. it was a bit ring because I. I 
we we ran over um, because you know trying to keep it on track it's was tricky, the, right? because you know I want them to tell their stories. I want to give them the time because they're stories that need a bit of telling. They need a bit of room. Mm. So I don't start crashing it with pointless questions because that's what they're there for. Yeah, so right. so we just ran long. As I as I was leaving yesterday, mm. just gone four after a sensational show that we'd done together. Oh, yeah, Paul, brilliant, yeah. And one of the bosses pulled me aside and said, just on the off chance. Can you do breakfast tomorrow? <laughs> and then the, the videos, Ray Parler's videos started ar- arriving on social media. And at that point, it's when my, yeah. uh, my Twitter lights up with, you better get ready. But I'd ruled myself out of breakfast this morning because I didn't, you know... I, I think You're committed only, to this club, only, you? I'm committed to the H&J Club, and, and I think only one show per what, day... the one we, show? I want to do the one show, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think... It, I, I think the TalkSport listeners only need me for one show a day. It was seven hours of Max Rushton. I can't <laughs> exactly. think of anything better. You, wanna, you know I did once get the world record for the longest ever I know show. you did. I that was in that one. BBC Radio Cambridge days, wasn't yeah, it? 121 hours. Yeah. Is that too much of me, do you think? It, it might have been. That's a, that's a very long game of Culver House, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Could you go for a charity record game of Culver House? Oh, that's not the nature does. of the game, though, because you, well, know, you, you, you never to... know when someone's going to win it. Exactly. You? Well, you, you obviously got to play the tactics. So I think I don't. it's very, very rare a game would ever get over five minutes. It's an interesting question, but yeah. really... Is it? Uh, well, is it an interesting I mean, question? I mean, people have, you know, there's now a whole computer game dedicated to it and, you know, there's Twitter, you know, the the, yeah. the Court of Arbitration for Culver House. So I think it's, I think it's slowly becoming part of the narrative. You've seen that, uh, you know, the word top bins is now in the dictionary. It's mm. only a matter of time before Culver House becomes, you know, in, in the, maybe we should campaign to get it in the Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah. I'm not busy most days. No. So something to do. Uh, well done to Fallon uh, Sherrick last night. It playing six all draw. She uh, she got uh, against uh, Glenn Durant in the in, the, uh, in Premier League dance. First time yes, a woman yes, played saw, in the Premier yeah. League dance. And it did strike me though. She did a little piece with the papers yesterday in the build up to this, saying um, she's been approached already. And didn't you know this was going to happen? You know, so you know, she said, "I'm not a bad dancer. I haven't got a problem with eating bugs and spiders or being in the right, dark and crawled over by rats." Yeah. But it doesn't. I've often thought the celebrity booker, the role of the celebrity booker, is an interesting one because someone is suddenly out there in the old ether. And then you're suddenly thinking, you put, you know, so someone like Fallon Sherrick, she'd be a shoe in, you know, she's a, a, a kind of great pioneer for yep. women's sport. Yeah, she's a good agree. positive role model. Mm-hmm. So you can, if it ever comes to a sort of tear up between the celebrity bookers on Strictly. And uh, do, you they have, like, do you think they have meetings? Well, being, you know, they, yeah. you know when like football clubs meet agents in. You know, yeah. hotels we don't know about it. Do you reckon the bookers of Strictly and the, and bookers, the bookers of, of I'm of a celebrity, celebrity meet together? They, and say, have a, they have a summit. You have them, and we'll have they them. They get together and say, Do you "Well, you can have, you can have Sam Monty's Fulham, um, <laughs> Paul uh, Hollywood's former squeeze, yeah. but we definitely want." whoever the winner of uh, Love Island is. It's like, do you think it's picked like five aside, like they all stand in a line and you go one, 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 one? Or is it, it a bit be. like how me and my sister got to pick uh, the Kellogg's variety pack? You mm. know when you got the variety, it was exciting because they were small. Yeah. If you got first pick, you took Cocoa Pops. Next person, it was an ABBA situation. Yeah, right. Next yeah. person got two picks. How would you want to set it up? Well, I, th- I saw it more, th- if it was someone like Fallon Sherrick who's going to be in demand yeah. uh, come the next series, a bit like the, the fight in the car park in Anchorman. I think that's how they'll... <laughs> they fight, there's one, there's one 
plum one amongst all the, yeah, a lot of people you haven't heard of. Yeah. And the plum one, though. I mean, to be fair, well, they do You end up get, holding Fallon Sherrick, you know, they, that's it when you, that's when you've got her. They do get good celebrities, though, don't they? Mm. Those, both those shows get good people. And we've, we've lost, you know, the Channel 5 series of Big Brother where you would, you would get what um, Brian Marwood would call the summer Monty's Fulhams of this world. <laughs> and so, there's nothing better. You know, there is nothing better than, uh, there are arguably things better, definitely, than that first 10 minutes of Celebrity Big Brother mm. when all the celebrities are introducing themselves to each other yeah. and no one knows who anyone else is. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, but it's gone gone forever. Isn't it gone? Gone? Well, they, I think, I think they've, they've knocked it on the head. I was on the long list once for Strictly. Were you really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it, I don't know how long it was. <laughs> it's been very long. It must have been I think really it's a very long. light pencil. A very faint, <laughs> very faint pencil through your name, I would have thought. Someone's put you in a margin. I've, se I've seen celebrity bookers at work and that's what it's like. Someone will be in hey, the news. I'm and happy they to will be in write, a margin. They will write in a margin Max Rushton, question mark, in a pencil. Mm, newest edition of the OED, Carl House, literally unfathomable fathomable nonsense, says B, the Norwich fan. And, uh, thank you to Craig saying uh, Michael Stick and Twiggy went out. <laughs> that sounds like a vent act, doesn't it? Crack <laughs> in the gots. Anyway, yeah, it was good to meet everybody last night in uh, Ipswich. I said there's a couple more coming along and, and the boys were on fine form. And they made it to work this morning, which I thought was incredibly stuff, impressive. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. <laughs> Takes me back being a kid. Yeah. Sitting there, me ice cream, me popcorn, and me coke. Uh, the oh, Emperor so Sugar, the Empire, right, sugar Rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I didn't need that. I was watching the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Used to go uh, most years to watch him in action when I was young. And uh, it's great that uh, the franchise lives on and is thriving because every year we, we have a couple of Globetrotters join us in the studio to tell us what they're uh, up to, making their way back to the UK. And Flip and Speedy from uh, the current uh, roster have joined us, guys. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for, thanks having, for us. having us. It must be a great honour for you guys to be to be part of this in incredibly important sort of American institution. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's a, it's a blessing that's, that's been in a part of this wonderful organisation that's been going on for 94 consecutive years. It's, it's nothing better than that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's competitive to get in, right? I mean, how hard is it to get on that roster? Oh man, it's it's <laughs> it's not it's not easy. When you I made I've been on a team for 9 years. I made a, a YouTube video 9 years ago showcasing my skills. They saw my video. They flew me out to Philadelphia for tryouts. And when I got there in the beginning, it was strictly basketball. You just playing 5 on 5. They throw a ball out there and you just go at it. You got to compete. You got to go at each other. You're trying to get, you're trying to earn a spot. But once you get that spot and you get in the organization, that's when all the, the tricks come. That's when yeah. the, the magic the magic happens. So Speedy, they they want you obviously for your your basketball prowess, but they they kind of want something a bit more. They want a, a bit of showman as well, don't they? Yeah, you know to be a Harlem Globetrotter, you have to be a I said that to be a Harlem Globetrotter, you have to be a great player, mm. and then you have to also be a hard worker because you have to learn how to entertain and you have to learn how to do the tricks. You know, I had never done a trick a day in my life before I became a Harlem Globetrotter. I couldn't spin the ball on my finger <laughs> at all. I couldn't do anything. Did they, did they mock you in the you know? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no they just teach you. They give you the ball and they teach you the basics, and then it's up to you to take the ball back to your hotel room pretty much every day and bring it to practice with you every day and keep working, keep working until you get better at it. And now here I am in my fourth year, you know, getting yeah. pretty good. Yeah. What, what's your background then, Flip? Is you, did, were you, did you play at high school? Did you play at college? And then, yeah, I played I played high school and I played at some, some college and after college I played a little semi-pro. 
And while I was playing the semi-pro, that's when I created the video. And then, okay, it's like still play semi-pro or <laughs> be a part of this iconic brand. So Did you I have aspirations it. for the NBA? Were you kind of we all we like, yeah. like we all every every kid had a sure. had a dream for the NBA, but. Uh, um, personally, mine was I just wanted to play basketball, and I always was an entertainer as a kid. So you put those together, entertaining a basketball player—that's Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And do you, yeah. and do you uh, each have like a signature move? You know, is it the moment where it's like this is Flip's time, this is Speedy's time? You are going to do <laughs> this is time to do your thing, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We all we all have our special skills. Uh, me personally, uh, they the team knows me. I'm a utility person. So I'm 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 come in whenever they need me. If they need a shooter, if they need a dribbler, they need a dunker, whatever they need, they that's they call me. All right, I come in, I get the job done. All right, and I, are you utility as well? You just yeah, I'm a I'm 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 a little bit of everything. I can, except for dunk, I'm not a dunker. Not a dunker. <laughs> you know, I can shoot, dribble. You know, I'm a I'm a good passer. I'm a good teammate. You know, yeah. I, I, I like to make sure our showman is comfortable and make sure he feels like he know he has somebody out there with him at all times that can help him. Make sure we putting on the best show possible. And that's that's really um, how I've grown as an entertainer these last few years. Some of the uh, quite a few of the, uh, the globetrotters we've met over the years have been, uh, you know, seven foot plus. Or uh, you guys, you guys are normal, normal <laughs> yeah, height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one year you've come in with two guys of normal height that our regular presenter Andy Jacobs, <laughs> who sits where Max is today, who always feels very embarrassed. He's only like, like four foot three. He's very Andy, short. So. He's very short. So a, you I'm always a, feel bad when the globetrotters. He would have felt great today, yeah, especially with guy, you, man. Speedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How tall are you? I'm five foot seven, you know, 165 pounds, rock yeah. solid. You feel me? And you're, you're around, <laughs> around six foot tall. I think. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm five. I'm five foot eleven. <laughs> so you're like you're the tiny ones in the you know the rest of the squad. Are, just look down on you, bro. Yeah, I'm, I, I make up. I make up for with a 47 inch vertical, so I'm not worried yeah. about any height. And and how <laughs> I, I've been watching a Netflix documentary about cheerleading, right? Called Cheer, yeah, right? Yeah. And 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 it's amazingly told. And and you sort of don't think about the amount of work and training oh, yeah. that is going into that. And like I, I presume it's the same with you, right? Definitely. It looks like it's just a it's a bit of fun, right? But you're the the actual the amount that you push yourselves physically and mm -hmm. mentally is extraordinary, right? Yeah, I mean. You know, traveling itself does a, a lot on the body. I don't think people really realize how much traveling itself on the buses, on the planes really does. And then on top of that, we play a game every every day. And not mm -hmm. only do we play a game every day, we also practice every day for two or three hours. So it's a lot. It's a lot that goes into this. It's not just wake up, do a trick shot, go to bed. It's yeah. like wake up, go to work, put some work in, and, you know, just no, keep getting better every day. Definitely put work do you, in. It. Do you tour the states as well, guys? I mean, you're constantly, you're often in Europe and around the world. But do you do you tour the states? Yeah, playing? yeah, definitely we do. We got the um, like we got our teams out there in the states still touring right now. Right. So we over here just getting prepared for when they come over here to the UK and Europe as well. We just promoting the tour. But yeah, I've been to all yeah. fifty states and sixty plus different countries <laughs> in my nine but years. What, for what great experience <laughs> from your point of view? You're playing the sport yeah. you love, and you're and you're seeing parts of the world you probably wouldn't have done otherwise. Oh. So. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm super excited to be here in the UK. You know, we're playing all over the UK from February 27th to March 8th. Yep. And uh, specifically in London, we play on March 1st at the O2 Arena at 6 p.m. And then we play on March 7th at, Wimb at Wembley all right. at 6 p.m. So mm -hmm. we're excited to be here, you know. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. How, uh, how, how tough are your bosses, right? Because obviously, you know, uh, the NBA... 
players in their contracts will have, you know, you can't go out late, you can't party, you can't do these things. You, do you have the sort of best of both worlds here where it's, you can sort of do what you like or have you got like a real... It's just, you, it's, it's like any, it's like any job. You got to protect the brand. We're the Harlem Globetrotters. We, we've been around 94 consecutive years for a reason. Mm. So we have to protect the brand. So it's up to us what we do, how we carry ourselves, how we interact with uh, kids and parents and everything. So it's a reason why we've been around for 94 years because we, we carry ourselves to yeah. a high standard. Yeah. The, one of the, 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 inside my formative years, one of the, the sportsmen I absolutely loved was Medalark Lemon, who was oh. just, and saw him quite a few times, and he was Legend. just one of the greatest showmen, <laughs> sporting showmen ever, I'd say. Absolutely. You know, we have some great showmen right now. You know, we're going to get a chance to tour over here with Hammer. Hammer mm -hmm. Harrison is one of the absolute best in the business right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have Big Easy Lofton and, and, you know, Moose, and there's just highlights, so... Our showmen are have are carrying that torch that Meadowlark right. and Sweet mm -hmm. Lou Dunbar carry. Yeah. And you know, we're trying to just keep this thing going as long as we can so that kids in the future can have the same experience that I had, the same experience that my parents had and their parents had. So it's just such a long line. And we're just happy to keep it going. Definitely. Now you you, you generally play the same team, boys. You play the Washington Generals, and that, yes. is that the case this time on the tour? You play the Washington Generals. Yes, we'll be playing the Washington Generals too. Uh, they they suppose to be meaner and <laughs> stronger, and, yeah, and, yeah. and better than last year. But actually, we we never worried. Have you have you? I mean, they've not. You've lost a few games over the years. The Harlem Globetrotters. Right, you're not ninety four and zero, are you? This I've been the, I've been on the team for nine years, and since I've been on the team for nine years, we haven't lost. <laughs> I stand on that. I'm undefeated. <laughs> Well, so. <laughs> Who wants to be a Washington general, though? Who wants no. to be in that team? Can't, can't, do you feel for them? They, go out and they get beat every night. No, I don't feel for them. I'm competitive. <laughs> I mean, this, this is our 2020 Pushing the Limits World Tour, and they are trying to push us to the limit. You know, they're, yeah. they're better than ever right now, but... You know we're doing new things, but uh, in our in our new tour that are great. This is our ten year anniversary of our four point line, and the four point line is thirty feet away from the basket. And then every fourth quarter, we're going to move that back five extra feet. <laughs> yeah. okay. You know, for still worth four points, but we're just pushing the limits. And you know, we hold twenty one world records in this year. Six recently. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we just broke six, and we hold twenty one. And every night, we're going to try to break another world record. Yeah. So it's just. Amazing. 2020 Pushing the Limits World Tour. And finally, on a more serious note, it's been a tough time for the sport, hasn't it, in the last few weeks with the death of Kobe Bryant? I mean, I think it must have rocked everybody, even whether they're kind of Lakers fans or just people who love the game uh, would have been moved by that, I'm sure. Most definitely. We found the news uh, um, right before our game, so we definitely, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of my teammates and a lot of players were definitely hurt by that because I'm from Chicago, so uh, my, my favorite player is Michael Jordan, but Kobe is right there as well. So a lot of the new generation and the kids now as speedy as well a lot of players wouldn't be where they at uh athletically wise um, if it wasn't for kobe yeah and kobe touched the whole world it don't matter what sport it was soccer hockey everybody paid tribute that's to tell you how powerful you know I me mean, his legacy was sure yeah you yeah. feel like that speedy yeah he's just such an inspiration just his attention to detail and mm -hmm. you know the way he prepared i remember mm -hmm. when i was a senior in college um, I took his 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 preparation and I made it my my new schedule. Um, he started at four a.m. and was done by like eight p.m. and I ha I started at six and kind of did his exact schedule and it paid off for me. We ended up winning the championship and being from Philadelphia, you know, Kobe Bryant is from Philadelphia, mm -hmm. so it's just a little extra in there and finding out that news right before the game. I never felt chills like that wow. uh, coming out of the tunnel when they sat from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So it's definitely um. It was tough on the basketball world, and you know, kids are gonna. His name's gonna live on forever. Kids yep. are gonna forever know who Kobe Bryant is, and sure. he's still gonna inspire. But it's just 
uh, hurt that he isn't still here with us. Mm. So you, apart from London, you're going to be, or you're right around the country, aren't you? You're in Brighton and Cardiff yeah. and Birmingham and Leeds and well, all over the country. You've got so many dates coming up. Yes, yeah, sir. So um, go and check it out. If, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, go and check it out uh, on their website and uh, social media. All the dates are there and you can uh, buy your tickets. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Uh, this message brought from Roger, who yeah, says, yeah. Uh, did one of the Globetrotters just say that Moose played for them? I mean, that would be quite the, that would, that would yeah, be quite the signing for the Harlem Globetrotters. That would be a turn, mm. wouldn't it? And um, this came from Steve. Yeah. He said, Max appeared to be speaking in an American accent during that conversation. Do you, I mean, I didn't notice it, but do you, you think you've got a bit of previous for this? Well, I, my wife accuses me of... If I'm in a taxi, by the end, I am, you know, I'm from the Bow Bells. Like, I'm a complete cockney. <laughs> I don't know what happens to me. It's just not really? intentional. Yeah. So I don't, it, it may well have happened, but I, it was not, it's completely unintentional. I mean, we, could, we can get the producer to have a listen back. I'm sure he's got better things to do. But, but I if think... you've noticed, <laughs> if, if, you, if you've noticed any Americanisms in that conversation, then, then yeah. do let us know. It's, like, it's slightly different when I'm doing, you know, if I'm with, the, if I'm with Ollie, you know, I go yeah. a bit West Country. If I'm with Sam, I go a bit Dudley. With Goffey, I go a bit Yorkshire. With, you know, when I really? do this show, I, I'm... Zellig. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm at my most well-spoken when I do Hawksby and Jacobs. Because I don't know what it says about this show. Ante, I feel it's the most highbrow that TalkSport <laughs> delivers. <laughs> and as, as this late next story will well, uh, totally prove. So, um, uh, we, we get two birds, one stone, literally, almost, because um, we're going to talk a bit of Huddersfield, but that's not... Let's be honest, the main reason why we got our next guest on, uh, although he does uh, write about the Huddersfield town on a regular basis. Stephen Chicken is as a uh, football journalist with an eye on Huddersfield, and uh, he tweeted last night, picked up by our producer, uh, the waiter in Nando's just skipped uh, our name on the waiting list for a table because she thought it was a joke. <laughs> so we're going to ask you, from this point on, uh, there, there ever been a, a situation where your name has caused you problems in a similar way to Steve's, but uh, from the horse's mouth, uh, Steve joins us now. Good afternoon, Steve. 
Good afternoon, gents. How's it going? Not yeah, too good, bad. You. I mean, what a, what a great shame that... Uh, what did you do? Did you say, really, I've, this is, I've got my driving licence on me. This is really my name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was getting to that point. No, it was fine. There, there was another table within sort of seconds... Uh, so she went and checked with the, the waiter that had checked us in to begin with and just said, you know, <laughs> what's going on with this? And he was like, oh, no, really it is, because we'd had that conversation with him. And uh, thankfully we got seated quickly. Uh, it would have been a different story if I'd been sitting there for 10 minutes. It's uh, it's dangerous game to keep me from my chicken. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, we, I mean, as you know, uh, when when we first spoke, we we did have cool subjects. We we built you a whole TV career. We had lots of different shows for you. <laughs> and then, look, it is an interesting, is an interesting surname. It is a conversation starter, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair, I think it's it's done me well. It, it wasn't great on the playground growing up, obviously, but as an adult, it's it's an amusing novelty, and and people don't don't quickly forget it. The only place that I kind of have problems now is hotels when you go and. And they say, uh, oh, yeah, I'd like to, to check in. And they say, what's the name? And you say, chicken. And they go, yes, what's the name? And you go, <laughs> and it's who's on first. Yeah, what's the derivation of, what's the, de- I mean, it might sound like a ridiculous question if you just say, my dad, you know, is from being chicken farmers. But what, what is the derivation? Have you looked into the ancestry chicken? where the name comes from? Yeah, we have. It's it's Durham it's, is where it's based. Although my, my dad's side of the family are all from Liverpool. So we don't know at what point they moved down there. But uh, there is a snowball in the family tree as well somewhere. I've, wow. I've recently been given access to the family tree, but yeah, it's from the northeast apparently. Do you say snowball or snowboard? No, no, snowball. All oh, right, I was going to say it's it's quite modern. It's called <laughs> snowball. Well, who's called chicken? I mean, <laughs> well, Steve is. <laughs> um, did you? No, I, I, we, one or two people on this thread when you tweeted that last night, including Daniel Story, said, "I get this sort of problem in big car parks all the time." <laughs> uh, to which. Uh, Tin Boone, he said, that's wrong on so many levels. Nick in a gag. But yeah, it's all right, Tin, there's no wrong with that. Um, did you get any, did you hear from any other people who've had kind of mishaps because of their names? Uh, there's been another couple of chickens that have got in touch. Really? Um, yeah, there's been a Scott chicken and an Alice chicken have both got in touch who, as far as I'm aware, I'm, I'm not related to, but you never know. It could be as good as 23 and me, this, I suppose. If, if, um, if Nando's had any sense, they would have a, a, a kind of get-together of, of people called chicken yeah, in one, free, of, in one you, of their restaurants. Nando's black car, What a great PR exercise that would be. All, all the, all, everybody called chicken gets a black card and they all get together in one big uh, restaurant. I suppose Nando's is pretty much the only one where you might give your name. You know, at KFC and Chicken Cottage, you just get your chicken you and no one, no one cares no knows who you are yeah. but that, that's very true but it would be, I think this, this, I think I can see a marketing opportunity for them there I think there was a fast food restaurant very famous fast food restaurant that did it with their chicken nuggets in Australia oh. uh, a decade or so ago if you had the name chicken you could go and get free chicken nuggets um, but it's never been done in this country, and I must say I've, ne- I've not heard from Nando's yet, so if they right. do want to send me a black card, then well, it would be very gratefully at least received. Got, at least they've got to give you a, a free chicken. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Steve, while we got you on, it, it's, it's not, you know, you're the Huddersfield Town re- uh, reporter for the, uh, for the Examiner, so let's talk Huddersfield Town, because I, I keep a closer eye on them uh, than, than pr- I probably would usually because I'm a bit of an admirer of the work the Cowleys have done. What, what's the feeling up there then about how they've done so far? Because, look, you know, they're five points off the bottom three. Uh, there, is there a lot of love for them at the club? I think, generally speaking, yes. Uh, they didn't have a great result on Wednesday night. They lost mm. 3-0 at home to Cardiff, which uh, obviously didn't go down terribly well. But they've you have to remember that, you know, at one point they had one point from the first eight games. Mm. 
and and the Cowleys came in after six. So it they've done a, a really really good job to even put them in with a chance of avoiding relegation, let alone being outside the relegation zone. That that Cardiff result didn't help, but. They made a lot of really good signings in the January transfer window and are now trying to move from sort of being very pragmatic and just grinding out results to actually trying to, you know, have their own game and their own style about them. They've had Emil Smith-Rowe on loan from Arsenal, who has, has really, really made a big difference and allowed Town to play a little bit more on the front foot. But Wednesday night, unfortunately, was just one of those nights where some of the old habits sort of snuck back in and, and they ended up getting beaten. But Overall, over the past, the, the transfer window has really helped. And over the past sort of four games before that Cardiff game, we were really starting to see very, very positive signs about the results and the style of play going forward. Yeah, Smith-Rowe has got a really uh, good reputation, isn't he? There are a lot of people really rate him at Arsenal. So that, that's quite a coup to get him uh, for the, for the season, second half of the season. Yeah, very much so. The thing that's most impressive about him for a 19-year-old is obviously his quality on the ball speaks for itself he's got such a lovely touch but his decision making is brilliant as well for a player his age you know he knows when to run he knows when to play it neat and tidy he knows when to go for the through ball mm. and uh, you know he, he's been as I say a breath of fresh air he's really enabled them to, to move into this new style of play that, that should hopefully do well for them over the rest of the season and, and much more importantly finally Danny has come in been in touch I'm sure you've never heard this before but saying well, you know if you had a if you had a Son, would you call them first name Perry, second name Perry? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be very. I mean, then you definitely, if you called them Perry and Perry, two twins, both with the same name, then you'd definitely get that black card. I mean, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, good to good to talk to you again, Cheers, Steve. Pal. Catch up with you soon. Thanks very much. Cheers. No problem. Cheers, fellas. Steve, checking there from uh, the Huddersfield Examiner. Um, so, has your name ever got you uh, into a little bit of difficulty and uh, the humourable moments you've had, Kurt? see of your maybe your surname or your Christian name um, this comes from Steve a Liverpool supporter from Brackley uh, I worked in a bank many years ago I was asked to call a, a guy called uh, called Mr Onions mm -hmm. when I addressed him as Mr O'Nions um, <laughs> it looks like Onions oh right but <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely O'Nions so but ever, has it ever got you into problems as it did there Steve because they thought he was taking the mickey out of Nando's the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport we spoke to Steve Chicken earlier on Steve is the uh, Huddersfield Examiner's Huddersfield Town Correspondent and uh, he pointed out he went to a Nando's the other day and their place in the queue for a table was bypassed because they saw his name <laughs> Uh, Mr. Chicken, and they thought it was a wind-up. So he had to go and point out that, of course, it wasn't. We're just asking today whether your name has ever got you uh, into any kind of trouble. We've had a few coming. Yeah, some good ones. Here's one. Names. As a custody sergeant, I used to try and double up remand prisoners awaiting court. I managed to get Flood and Rivers in the same cell. Similarly, I got Foreman and Alley. My personal favourite was Melon and Sorbet. My name and club withheld to protect the guilty, he says. <laughs> uh, David has been in touch. He said, my surname is Sink, and there used to be a restaurant in London called the Titanic Bar and Grill. I once tried to book a table at Christmas to take some customers there, but every time I called up, they put the phone down. <laughs> and yeah, you'd like to come to the Titanic, the name again? Sink. Yeah, all right, mate. I know, they're too soon, and down the phone would go. <laughs> Eventually got through, but took ages to convince them that that was uh, my surname. Uh, my surname is Honeybun. Paul Honeybun. So you can imagine what it's like on days like today. Yeah. I always get asked to prove it. 
Um, dude, Simon's been in touch. He said, uh, I always get funny looks when trying to book into a hotel or B&B because of my surname. It's Simon Guest. That's going to take a long time. Ian says, our German teacher at school was called Gordon Bennett. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I need to say, very little German was learnt. I had one at school where, you know the overhead projector? You know, do you remember those old... Oh, overhead yeah, the overhead projectors. Projectors, we, had a, yeah. we had a supply teacher. Mm. You know, much like I am when I'm covering a show. The yeah. supply teacher. No one's really behaving themselves. And this guy came in, he was so nervous. And he said, hello, everybody. My name is... And he turned on the overhead projector. And from, like, the geography lesson before, someone had just written Guinea-Bissau. And that was it for him. <laughs> he probably didn't have a career in teaching. <laughs> Nothing you can do. Oh, dear. My name is Guinea-Bissau. Um... Alex says, I run a seafood restaurant and a chef applied for a job who was called Chris Haddock. And uh, <laughs> he basically said he would have taken him on if his middle initial had been P. But it, uh, they, they didn't go for it. Uh, our German teacher at school was called Gordon Bennett. Needless to say, very little German was learnt, says Ian. I did that one about a minute ago. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I do. A... <laughs> oh, sorry I mean, about that. That's okay. Do you know, I was probably reading another one. I do apologise. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I, I thought I'd pick you up on it. I think we're yeah, close. No, we're close enough, yeah, no, aren't we? I think you can definitely uh, do that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was once declared dead on the donor database. Says uh, you haven't done this one. No, I've done remember. this one. No, no. Anthony Holmes says uh, after someone with the same surname as me sadly passed on. So, but it was my name that was checked off. The bloke looked very confused when he was trying to book me in on the computer. He kept telling me I was dead. <laughs> you can't, I mean... I'm you sorry, could, sir. You could say there's obviously been a mix-up. You wouldn't say, sorry, mate, you're dead, would you? <laughs> well, your computer says no. Now, from the Daily Star today, Paul, oh, right, okay, would yeah. you... Uh, it's good would to you know, know it's still being policed with Andy off. There's <laughs> someone yeah, who's pulling is. it apart. Well, uh, we, we learnt yesterday that the most stressed time of the day, didn't mm. we, was yeah. 12 minutes past seven for parents. What time do you think the drowsiest time of the day is? Uh, about 17 minutes past two. <laughs> Have you read the article? I, I saw it in another paper. I, I, meant to say, I actually meant to say it 17 so minutes past I. two. I thought, what were we doing at 2.17? I think, I think we were listening to some fine messages from our, from our sponsors. Were we? Well, well if, that's it. When knowing we, us, we were probably still talking to a guest. Well, when Mr. When Mr. Riccobono was talking about untuck it shirts, <laughs> was, I had a little snooze yeah, I know, at we, exact we, moment. We, we just didn't do it, sadly. Um, how many of we more got any of these? Yes, I was playing rugby for Scunthorpe Rugby Club. Uh, away at Sheffield and end up in Romeo and Juliet's nightclub. Sounds classy. Uh, there was some trouble in the club. We ended up all stood outside on the curb edge with the police coming along the line taking names. <laughs> the lad next to me looked at me and I looked at him and our faces dropped. My name is Colin Crompton and at the time he was the chairman of the Will Tappers and Shunters Club. This is one for the TV. You don't remember that? Do you? <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was a TV show right. back in there. It was, it was uh, Colin Crompton. In fact, Bob Mills left the studio today doing some Colin Crompton material. Okay. Mr. Zeitgeist. Sounds like Bob. And, and it was funny stuff. Uh, my mate from an Irish Catholic background, I kid you not, is called Errol Flynn. <laughs> so you've got Colin Crompton and Errol Flynn as the police are going down the line at the height of Colin's fame. Um, yeah, everyone was told they could... Uh, you, Everyone can go apart from you two clever. Get in the van, says Cromo. Thank you very much for that. Um, uh, now, more people... This is just a safety message yeah. uh, from our good friends at the Daily Star. Mm. Uh, more people die taking selfies. Do you know this? Some from Shark, Wolf and lion attacks combined. What is that? Really? Yeah, there you go. I mean, clearly, the most dangerous is to try and take a selfie with a shark, wolf yeah. and a lion, isn't it? And now you're really at risk. But yeah. Now keep still. Don't, don't pounce yet. <laughs> Just stay there. Pop out the water. Yeah. Breach now. <laughs> That's it. Now, 
Uh, Ralph Harsenhutl has mm. been uh, chatting to uh, TalkSport. Aaron James Savundra went down and had a chat with him. You'll hear that exclusive conversation on game day tomorrow ahead of our coverage of Southampton versus Burnley. But we thought we'd play a little snippet now. And you, you, the power of TalkSport. Absolutely. Uh, a, a foreign manager comes to the UK looking to improve his language skills. And where better to turn? Uh, not to uh, a, a kind of language course, but TalkSport. And enjoy hearing the people when they're on the phone and, and asking some stupid questions <laughs> or not, or good questions sometimes. And uh, now I enjoy... Uh, it, it was in the beginning, it was a little bit of, of learning, yeah? a little bit learning English, uh, some, some vocabularies and some, some phrases you use in, in the football. And, and now, uh, now it's not... At the beginning, I had to concentrate on the... On, on the, on the and what you say, but now it, it's it's automatical, and and this is this is now more relaxing for me. Yes, it's good. I think he just caught himself there because I think what he was saying was all the callers to talk sport are stupid there, and then he went and tried to catch himself. But frankly, <laughs> the point is, drive or lead with this. Ralph Hasenhutl thinks you're all stupid. Oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four. It's lovely now he listens, and yeah. probably Ralph's. I think Ralph was going in the dressing room at half time on it to call the players out, and all he could come up with in the early days was, uh, "Hello, Adrian, great show." <laughs> what does he mean by that? Is he all that? Do you think he'd just go? This is what he'd be like. The next day he'd be like, "Oh, yeah, oh, let's just have a look at our next five fixtures, lads. I'll tell you what we've got. Well, after Burnley Villa, West Ham." Newcastle, Norwich. He'd be yeah. doing that. He'd be mm. going, Guten Tag! <laughs> Saying that in the style of Alan. It'd be great that he's been picking up all this stuff. Um, do you think he does... Midnight the, Train to Madness he's been talking about. Do you the think he does, he does the voice? The voice that he does is of the presenter that is currently on air. So when they first get in, he's Alan. Yeah. And then when he's taking the first session, he's Jim. And he's like, I can't believe it. You've done that. <laughs> and then he's you and Andy, so he's a bit more relaxed. And then he gets really angry around four. Gets fur- when, when the player's knocking on the door saying, why am I not playing, Gaffer? Yeah. He's gone full Adrian. He's furious. Maybe he has a game of um, Southampton-based um, Culverhouse. Culverhouse. Wow. David a- Prutton. There you go. Franny Bernal, he's doing all Jeff that. Jeff Kenner. Jeff Kenner. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Marsden. How long, how long have you got? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd like to think that's... Anyway, you Edel can stat. I yeah. can keep going. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Thank you, Max. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Paul. When do you head off then into the sun? So, uh, uh, so Saturday 9 to 11 on the warm-up. Yeah. Sunday 11 to 1 on the warm-up. Yeah, and then... Monday afternoon, me and Mrs Rushton. Off you go. Off to northern Tenerife. Don't, I'm not interested in going night clubbing, but right. if uh, if anybody wants a quiet cup of coffee in that area, actually, I don't. You know, I'd like just have a quiet time. To yeah, be yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, have fun. Thanks. And I shall see you soon. Yeah, I hope so. And thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you on Monday. Charlie Baker with me then. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.